0: It's heartbreaking, but you, you should know by now that nobody gives a shit about anything but Eastern time.
1: The ozone layer. Fuck it. A tattoo
2: on our balls. TV's
1: out
2: for everyone to see. Hello and welcome.
1: It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host, Brian Beckner, back episode 25, and I know eventually I'm going to screw that up, but I'm pretty sure I've got the count right to this point, and by my count we're at 25 episodes, and still going strong, listenership, viewership, readership, I went through all the ships before I got the right one viewership readership listenership is on fire uh, a lot of you guys listening a lot of you guys telling your friends excited about it stoked for all of our new listeners really excited for all the feedback we're getting at mailbag at ballerlifestyle.com and in the comments section and all the tweets and everything that everyone does to correspond with us we dig so keep it up it's fun uh, today on the show, let me find this. There's shit happening on the show. Um, we're talking sports. The Clippers got purchased by some Microsoft guy. I already made, I, I went on the radio last week and made all the jokes that, uh, um, that one of the coaches is going to be in charge of pressing Control Alt Delete when all the players start running around in circles and shooting at the wrong basket. Get it? Because window, Windows? Because Microsoft? It doesn't work. Never mind. Um, that's, not, that's not the interesting part. These billionaires are throwing around money like crazy. But w- there's something we need to talk about that this new Microsoft owner is into doing. And for my money, it's worse than anything Donald Sterling's ever done. So that's a tease. We're going to talk about that. Also, uh, continuing the theme... A, a new Most Hated Man in America list came out. And Donald Sterling was on top, which I feel like he's kind of getting a raw deal there. I mean, he's obviously a bad guy, but there's worse guys. Uh, so we'll go through that. We'll talk about the Most Hated Men in America. And my Kings, and we'll we'll talk about this in a minute when, when Ed comes on. But My Kings, the LA Kings, if you're just listening, are in the Stanley Cup Finals. They're going to play the New York Rangers and their fancy, fancy goaltender, Henrik Lundqvist. They also have a guy who, Martin St. Louis, I think think he might be a free agent after the season. I think he's going to want to go to the Blues because he's from there. Uh, That's one of their guys. Those are the only two guys on the team I can name. Fancy Boy Goalie and St. Louis. And uh, they're playing my Kings. And in defeat... The king's last-round foe, the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, made an egregious Twitter error that happens a lot, and we'll talk about that um, if I haven't made it too convoluted for you to understand. Also, non-sports stories: couple couple things we're going to hit on today. Um, there, there's a guru. <laughs> there's a there's a guy. That's a daily's cough, by the way. There there's a guy, a an Indian. Faith leader cult i don't i don't even know how to describe him he's a guru um, and he may or may not be dead and but no one's really sure, and no one wants to know, but he isn't a freezer, but he might just be meditating nobody's really sure uh, we need to talk about the dead guru i I feel like this should lead the news this should be the top headline on every website every day. I need to know what's up with the dead guru and also just an, another little thing we need to hit on people don't take female hurricanes seriously, and we'll explain what that means in a couple of minutes with my co-host, who joins us now from Hoboken, New Jersey's finest sandwich at Daily. Ed, how you doing?
0: Brian, I'm uh, feeling a little bit of fatigue, a certain kind of fatigue oh, called yeah? Maya, Maya Angelou fatigue.
1: You little child. well she's she's passed away i mean you can't be fatigued by her now she's gone she's she's in the ground or the heaven or yeah. something
0: yeah in the uh, in the last week you know, after she died there has have been no less than 10,000 tributes that have been forwarded to you via twitter facebook email
1: I've, I've, and, seen, uh, I've seen a number of quotes on Twitter from people that I would not expect to be seeing these types of missives from. And uh, I'll, I'll do the cop-out thing
0: right now. Yeah. I've never read a bad word about her. No. I mean, she, was a, she seemed like a kind, thoughtful person. Yes. So I'll, I'll, I'll say that she intentionally didn't do anything wrong. Absolutely not. But she did do one thing. She was terribly boring and nonsensical.
1: <laughs> um I she's, she's agree. She's
0: like an elderly female Dr. Seuss.
1: Yeah, well, she was she was a poet and you know, it's not you're not supposed to um speak ill of people that are highly revered like that, but what I know about her and what she did, she's very inspirational to people and I find that to be very very easy to do. I don't think it takes a lot of skill to tell people to be positive and to embrace love and to follow their heart and just to, to give people an inspirational message. That's what people want to hear. And it's much harder to say difficult, unpopular things than it is to say empowering
0: and inspirational things. Right. to, To just say like, Positive things like, don't let anyone uh, get you down.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's layups. And and also the way she said it, you know, it was like pontificating. If somebody like Tom Cruise or Wesley Snipes or or LeBron James said these things, people would be like, that guy is batshit crazy. But she was just allowed to be this bizarre Dr. Seuss-like quote machine. So – I wrote down. A co- I copied a couple of quotes that I read, and I also made up a few fake ones. And I thought maybe you could be the the, the one to determine.
1: Let's if, she's do it. got, if let's, it's real or fake. Let's talk
0: Maya I'll, Angelou. And since uh, I've got a a, a a particularly hoarse voice, I, I will be pretty good in my Maya Angelou voice. Yeah, she she was raspy. She she did not sound. Alright, I'll just yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Uh I am a woman. Phenomenally phenomenal woman. That's me. Real or fake?
1: Well that sounds fake, so it's clearly real.
0: It's real. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that was listed as the number one quote by some I like USA Today or something. That's that's I mean, what is that? It's very she's Just it's... saying she's a she, she has yes. female genitalia. That's yeah. what she's saying. And
1: she's proud to be a woman, which... Good for her. Yes, well, of course she is. That's great. Right. Everybody should be proud of who they are. And that, that's what I'm saying, is that her Her whole thing to strikes me as very just blasé, kind of boring. Yeah, feel good about yourself. I feel good about me. Great.
0: The need for change bulldozed a road down the center of my mind. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, boy. That, I mean, it just sounds, I just don't think you're good enough to make that up. That is also a real Maya Angelou quote. It is real. Yeah, yeah. Two for two.
0: There are no truths quite like the truths we weave in the fabric of our being. Ha <laughs> ha This is
1: so hard. This is the hardest game ever. Uh, because that, I mean, you're pretty, you're a smart guy, you, I know you would be good at this, but that just sounds too real, I gotta go, fabric of our being, that is an actual Maya Angelou quote.
0: No, that's fake. Damn! Them. Fuck you, Ed. <laughs> How about this one? A spin on an old one. Teach a man to fish, and he will eat for a lifetime. Teach a woman to fish and the village will eat for an eternity. Now that's you. You made that. Yeah, one. that's me. That's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got that one. That was a little loopy on cough medicine when I took that nice. one. That one down yeah, me. nice try. We may encounter many defeats, but we must not be defeated.
1: Uh, that's that's a very, very simplistic, easy turn of phrase, and that's clearly an actual Dr. Maya Angelou quote. That's an actual quote. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Okay, one more. You got one more. Get, Last Find one. your best one. Uh,
0: it's good to meet girl in park, but it's better for a boy to park meet in girl.
1: Who <laughs> is she Confucius?
0: Park <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> meet in girl, nice. All right. I just took one of those old joke book ones. No, but it, the, the my point is made. It's all nonsense.
1: Uh, yeah, it, I have to agree. I don't. And again, I don't think either of us want to minimize her life in any way. She was an accomplished person, but that that she was she's wasn't overrated at what she did
0: overrated uh what what's up with you these
1: uh well I'm a little freaked out about what's going on with Casey Kasem. right like, he's now lost now he's found he's found. And I'll just read you from the story. Radio legend Casey Kasem is in stable condition at a Seattle area hospital after reports of a bizarre meat hurling incident involving his wife. (laughs) A spokesman for daughter, Carrie Kasem, told the Daily News on Monday. Wait, let me just interrupt right here. Have you
0: seen Carrie Kasem? Yeah, she's pretty hot. Wow. Yeah. The wife number one must have been spectacular. I
1: think she, Carrie Kasem, like, used to host. She used to be, like, on E or I I was familiar with her before this went on. I I used to see her around on TV somewhere. He's getting 24-hour care. Carrie is doing an excellent job making sure he's well attended to, said the spokesman. Um, it was Sunday that wife Jean Kasem reportedly threw a pound of raw hamburger at Carrie when she arrived with an ambulance at the Washington State House where the iconic DJ had been staying for the last few weeks. In the name of King David, I threw a piece of raw meat into the street in exchange for my husband to the wild, rabid dogs, Jean Kasem told Okay, Okay. How, how is this the person that is in control of this ailing DJ? The, the meat thrower.
0: Yeah, it was – I read somewhere he was he was collecting, like, level or stage three bed sores. Yeah. Like, that's what his daughter was saying. And and she's uh, – and Jean Kasem's just got him – and she's trying to prevent medical care.
1: Yeah. And like is, and she, it sounds is she like just she's trying re- to collect money? Is that and, it? Like, just well, I, have kill him off? I think that's part of it. And also, it sounds like – or she's yeah. a religious kook. In the name well, yeah, of King Yeah, she's David. quoting
0: the King James Bible. Yeah, she's a religious kook.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy, crazy story. Worried about Casey. Um, I'm on team Carrie Kasem here, not just because she's pretty attractive, um, but because uh, yeah, I feel like... She's
0: trying to take care of the man. Yeah,
1: she wants what's best for her dad, Casey Kasem, and his legacy, and his final days. Sure. Uh, I mean, she-
0: She's yeah. trying to help him. Yeah, I think I speak for everyone with a heavy heart.
1: Yeah, it's and tough. I'd say, zoinks. Yeah, yeah, tough time, yeah, tough, tough time for everybody. everybody. Uh, so we'll we'll be on the lookout. We'll keep an eye out for what's going on with our guy Casey Kasem. Okay, Ed, I previewed some stories. Let's get to it. Tell me, tell me what's going on with all this stuff. I know there's something going on with this new Clippers guy.
0: All right, so we know uh, ex Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer bought. The Clippers, or is in uh, in agreement with Sterling's wife to buy them for two billion dollars, and it's t- it's time to really. I mean, that's an insane amount of money, but uh, I think the important thing is to take a look at the owner and see if he's more embarrassing than the old one. Yeah, he's a sweaty, ultra aggressive, bald guy. He was like he was uh, Bill Gates' henchman, but then when he finally took over, when Gates just became a philanthropist. He presided over Microsoft during the years when Apple completely changed the world with their iPods, iPhones, iPads, and Microsoft just kept perfecting the uh, the paperclip, the dancing paperclip. But more importantly, last year, Bomber, when he was retiring from Microsoft, he admitted uh, that he had a favorite song from a favorite movie.
1: And, uh, uh, okay, got, hold on. Hold got on. real choked hold up. On. So just think, oh, this is a it's...
0: real aggressive guy and he's I... trying to... Sum I' can tell you,
1: I can tell you what it is right now. Okay. Opening scene of Apocalypse Now, Jim Morrison, The Doors, This Is The End. Very poignant movie right. scene. I could totally see it. I get it. I get it, Steve Ballmer. I'm with you. I, I like that scene too. I like that song. Let,
0: all right. Let me uh, play a little audio clip for you. Okay. And I wanted to pick a song that was exactly perfect. A song that let me say thank you,
2: a
1: song that looked back retrospectively, and a song that celebrated the future. It's from one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite songs, and I think it has all that in it. It's a song that comes at the very end of a movie, where one of the actors gets up on stage and talks about... uh, how he likes to do things. I, I know where this is no. going. I, I want to end with this song. Here it comes. Respectful song. Drop
0: the hammer, the buddy. About what you've done to me and what you've
1: done for, for me. You've made this
2: the time of life. Oh. My wow. <laughs> oh.
0: Alright, that's enough. Um, Brian. Yeah. Brian. Brian. More embarrassing or less embarrassing of an owner than Donald Sterling?
1: Well, here's here's the problem. What he doesn't know that that is embarrassing, right? You didn't hear. Where was the audible gas from the crowd? <laughs> right. Well, they're all shareholders. Like they at that point, they still served <laughs> at his whim. Right. The, he was he, on the
0: he was on the way out.
1: He, there are he a lot was on, of
0: high fives too,
1: but he wasn't out. You know, also getting back to that, he's got that real weird kind of bald, where he lets the sides grow out real wide, like a like a crazed clown.
0: Yeah, he's. he's that's he a bad loves, look. He looks off too. He's got crazy eyes.
1: But yeah, definitely, definitely a strange guy. But yeah, the, I mean, that's Dirty Dancing, right? He's he's his yeah. favorite song from his favorite movie from his favorite movie. Dirty dancing. I believe that was Eric Carmen? John Parr. Who's the who's the who's the artist?
0: I don't know. I, I would have I would have guessed Swayze sung that. It. It's
1: no, it's like Swayze just danced to it. Uh yeah, very, very odd. Yeah. Definitely worse than anything that Donald Sterling said at this point. I mean, I don't I don't remember Donald Sterling quoting anything. Thing from Footloose or doing a dance to any yep. other bad '80s dance. Girls just want to have fun. A lot of movies about dancing in the '80s. I feel like we don't have those anymore.
0: Yeah. What's and and what's Bomber going to do during like the timeout music, like key moments? He's going to be like, "Hey, PA guy, I, I need you to play some stuff that really pumps me up." I'll be playing. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lot of logins. Footloose yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not getting enough logs. Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on this Balmer guy because that's that's a little curious, and I feel like it should be front-page news.
0: Yes. And then speaking of Sterling, back to Sterling, according to a recent e-poll market research survey, he was declared the most hated man in America. Boy, more than Ponzi schemer Bernie Madoff, O.J. Wow. Simpson, and, and, and in a surprising fourth... Conrad Murray, Michael Jackson's doctor.
1: Yeah, then Bea- hates-
0: Bieber, then Hernandez.
1: Well, let's think about this. I mean, Bieber's pretty hateable.
0: Well, my question: they're they're all hateable. But if you had to rank them, like, did they give these people like a name bank, like a, a list? Yeah, yeah. Or did they were were they just saying who's your most hated man? And it's just Donald Sterling is a real piece of shit. But like, Sam Dusky. How does Sandusky not yeah. get worse than that? Scott Peterson. Yeah, there were some bad dudes. And to me, I can't take any hateful list seriously if Jimmy Buffett and, and uh, Will Smith aren't on there.
1: I I got a Jamie Foxx is pretty low on my list of people that I like or dislike. Uh, I really, really don't care for Will Smith either. I uh, assume
0: it's only men because Quentin Paltrow would be on. There. Uh, she right.
1: she's she's at the top. Uh, yeah, there's definitely more hate. Like Donald Sterling's just a rich old dick. Like there's a million right. of those guys. Right, America's full of those guys. Yeah, he's just a rich old asshole racist. That's like he's not like so much more hateable than in, any other rich old asshole racist. Right.
0: But the good thing is uh, I read also that this weekend he's he's going to fix the problem. He'll be off that hated list quickly because he, uh, he, he spent Sunday morning going to a black church, the Praises of Zion Missionary Baptist Church in Los Angeles, and received a warm welcome from the congregation. That should fix th- things, right?
1: Well, I imagine that he was toting a donation with him.
0: Yeah. There were There were no cheers for just some lumpy old dude no no
1: that <laughs> that's the thing he used to do he would He would run an ad he was always running ads in the l a Times and he would ru- he would make a donation, then he would run a huge ad in the l a Times that would cost more than the amount of the donation <laughs> that he made to whatever charity he donated to that year just to give himself the publicity. Yeah, he's definitely a bad guy, but not the most hated and I uh, I can only imagine, I mean, just to be a fly on the wall, I wonder what the parishioners thought of old Donald Sterling. Like yeah. did he did he get up and sing? Like was he did he really yeah. get into it Black Church side? <laughs> this old
0: to no let it shine. He's
1: like in the uh, in the choir. Yeah, yeah, it's like the last scene of Blues Brothers. <laughs>
0: that's right. He's that's like right. He's,
1: he's like doing cartwheels down the aisle.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that piece of shit will figure out a way to be in the news some more. But it's worth Googling that picture because there's one guy giving him the stink eye yeah. and a half. Yeah, I
1: saw that. That's pretty funny. All right, yeah. on, to,
0: uh, on to the ice. In sports news, the Chicago Blackhawks' official Twitter account tried to hashtag some picture from their game against the Kings, except instead of the hashtag uh, shy versus L.A., it autofilled to the phrase... Chingue a su madre EPN, which uh, translates to "Go fuck your mother." EPN and EPN stands for Enrique Peña Nieto, the president of Mexico. <laughs> so, <laughs> not only you know you could say people are graceful in defeat. In defeat, the Blackhawks managed to tell the pre- the Mexican president to go fuck themselves.
1: So, okay. let me try to figure this out. Some intern is in charge of the social media and was in
2: charge was Was. in charge yeah
1: and so his boss whoever's like the marketing director or whatever is like hey sends him a text hey we need a tweet about what's a chicago versus la tweet because the score's tied or whatever and so he goes so he goes into his phone and he's like all right no problem switches between his twitter accounts but on his personal twitter he's telling the president of mexico to fuck himself wow it's a which, big stance. It's a yeah, big stance. Huge, huge stance. Like, really, like, I feel like the president of Mexico has got problems of his own. Yeah. Like, there's Like, all of Mexico has been murdered by drug dealers right. at this point. He's, he's probably high up them.
0: Right. He he finally just lifts his head up from the under the covers after yeah. years of just getting the shit kicked out of him. He's like, ah, oh, a sports tweet. Oh, wait. The uh, Blackhawks want me to go fuck myself. Or yeah. fuck my mother.
1: The yeah yeah that's like for the Blackhawks of all people they seem like they'd pretty be pretty neutral on Central American politics uh, but really yeah. is there any need
0: to discuss any hockey teams besides the eventual champion New York Rangers?
1: Um, wow. Well, before we get to that, this reminds me <laughs> of the great baseball writer from CBS Sportsline, formerly of the Sports Illustrated, John Heyman. Uh, Who at one point, in replying to a tweet, hashtagged it apropos of nothing, hashtag huge tits. (laughs) What? Google, when you get a chance? John Heyman. Google, my man, my man, he's going (coughs) to like this, my man Brendan, diarrhea on Twitter. I know. Uh, you know diarrhea. He oh. uh, he's blocked by John Heyman because he's always he, he like screenshotted it or he has he has the evidence of John uh. Heyman's huge tits tweet. That's fantastic. And every once in a while, he'll just say, just want to remind you about the time John Heyman tweeted the hashtag huge tits, (laughs) which is the same. He's probably text his buddies or DMs and does, it was probably very appropriate when he did it. And I'm not mad at John Heyman for hashtagging huge tits, (laughs) but it's definitely funny when he went to do it in a professional capacity (laughs) and accidentally hashtag huge tits. If you're doing
0: anything in a professional capacity... Especially like some guy who's working this social media for the Blackhawks, yeah, come on, come on, buddy, yeah, yeah,
1: you gotta be get your shit together you gotta check, double check. I mean, it's been a while. it was a pretty shitty hashtag, yeah, I, just to... I... it's not even
0: like go Blackhawks. it was a generic like this is the matchup
1: yeah and, yeah and, and in case it's like in case anybody's searching this hashtag they'll find this Twitter account. Well, you're the Twitter of the team. Like, no one right. needs to discover you in a search. They're, if they want to follow the team, they're going to look for you. Right. Um, I, that, like, when I used to work in PR, it was before social media, but anything that got sent out would, like, get printed out, and even if it was just a short tagline or whatever, mm-hmm. Triple get checked. printed out and passed around and critiqued, and it was like, you couldn't just do, but these days you have to do everything real quick. So you need somebody that's on it that can you know isn't gonna be telling the president of Mexico to go fuck himself. Well, you're in our thoughts, president yeah. of Mexico. Yeah. Hashtag huge tits. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Let's let's get to the real meat. Like I don't know why we're talking about anything else because the most important thing in the world kicks off Wednesday night. Uh, as soon, like this this podcast will go up just after the game probably ends. It Starts here. At five o'clock Pacific time, which is bullshit by the way that's uh, that's a clear advantage to the Rangers. You can't get anywhere in Los Angeles at five o'clock. You need to start things later than that because the right. fucking traffic is so bad and people gotta have to go to work. The place is gonna be like a third full when they drop the puck. The Kings are used to starting games at seven, not at five. This is a clear East Coast bias.
0: Okay, look at look at all the. I, I'm I'm I, I feel your pain. It's 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 heartbreaking. But you you should know by now that nobody gives a shit about anything but Eastern time. Eastern and... time is
1: bullshit. You guys, you guys. The at least the World Series starts at six nine o'clock Eastern. Like how are those midnight World Series games treating you?
0: Guess what? I'm a fan of the Orioles. I haven't watched a World Series game in ages.
1: <laughs> I. Um, I go to bed at nine o'clock or nine thirty i don't I couldn't even, the game's just Monday night football's just starting for you
0: yeah, well, that's different but uh I, I you you can cry all you want. The reality is you see everyone predicting the kings in like five or six games yeah, I don't like but that. i'm i I have no problem with that. I'm still willing to bet we'll do a little bet over the podcast. And I
1: propose... A tattoo on our balls. The other team's (laughs) logo tattooed on our balls. I'm in.
0: I propose the loser has to sing a verse from maybe the worst song of all time. Um, Jitterbug.
1: um, By Wham?
0: Yes. Jitterbug. (laughs) The loser, the the fan of the losing team has to sing Jitterbug on the podcast. At least, like, one verse.
1: Uh, yeah, that, well, since I won't have to do that, I'm, I'm happy to take that bet. Cause my Kings are going to win their second cup in the past three years. Cause my man, Anjay Kopitar is going to be unstoppable in the series. I predict big things for Anjay Kopitar. You know, they're playing against the, uh, the best goalie of the generation. I mean, he's a little pretty, he's a little fancy. I saw that one real sports last year where, um, uh, <laughs> Brian yeah. Gumble had Gumble
0: was at least working with a semi during that one.
1: He had a hard time getting his questions out and to interview Henrik Lundk- Lundqvist because Lundqvist's balls were literally in Brian Gumble's mouth. That was that time. was a
0: that was pretty impressive.
1: It was he's it was like all oh your clothes, you're such a natty dresser, and you ha- you pl- you're in a band with John McEnroe. Like, what's it like to be so good and handsome and it's a little annoying like our goalie my team's goalie jonathan quick like he's not a pretty boy he's from boston and a lot of good dudes from there and like most dudes from boston when they won the cup two years ago in 2012 two cups ago Mm -hmm. at the victory parade he made an ass of himself because he was so fucking drunk that he could, he was incoherent except to say fuck and shit and all sorts of cuss words during his speech at the Victory Parade. That's how I like my goalies. Like, your goalie, <laughs> assuming your team ever won a cup, which they won't, he'd be up there. He'd have, like, a sharp $1,400 Hugo Boss suit on. He'd probably have some Gucci loafers. And he'd be really into, like, his cufflinks. He'd want you, you to see his cufflinks. <laughs> When my guy, Jonathan Quick, still hadn't even shaved off his playoff beard. Like, he didn't care. He was in a dirty sweatshirt. Because he's all about the game, Ed. He's not about how he looks. He's about getting it done.
0: Well, I have a feeling King Henrik will be all about making you sing Jitterbug in a is, couple weeks.
1: Is, that, is does, he, does he really call him, is that what they call him, King Henrik? Yeah, he's a king. Of course. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess. I'm... I'm <laughs> I'll, I'll lay my winning and losing. I'll lay my odds. On a guy named Quick? My guy Quickie. We call him Quickie around here. Yeah,
0: it's
1: super Jonathan, cute. Jonathan Quick. Uh, okay. Something that we, I saw that you sent along to me that we need to talk about, Ed. Yeah. Female named hurricanes. This is from the Washington Post. From the headline female named hurricanes kill more than male hurricanes because people don't <laughs> respect them wow well i know
0: firsthand and it's it's true that the one that crushed my
1: area was hurricane sandy don't i feel San- like that wasn't that was technically not a hurricane though uh, i don't know but uh, yeah go on sandy
0: yeah like, well, who are naming these things? These aren't even regular women's names. This is uh,
1: characters from Greece. That's... Yo, Sandy, going to the fair with <laughs> Brizzo tonight? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, it's not ready for that, buddy. <laughs> uh, Sandy is a nickname. That's yeah. short for Sandra. It would be... Well, but nobody... You Have you heard people called Sandy in this in the last 40 years? Wow, what, and I feel like this thing's skewed because hurricanes and i know people are gonna be like i'm from fucking florida you're an asshole but hurricanes are not like killing people except for that one down in new orleans katrina woman's name right like walking
0: on sunshine
1: that in the waves that killed a lot of people uh and people because people not enough people bounced like they knew it was coming so I feel like that might skew the numbers in favor of women's names and people not being afraid of storms. Uh, but I mean, I wonder what are what are, what's a name of a storm?
0: They sh- they should name all storms after I think after like fighters' nicknames, mm-hmm. like Bernard Hopkins. Like if they said, "Oh, Hurricane executioner, executioner is coming." Mm-hmm. Or, about, or, or Pacquiao, the Mexicutioner, yeah, was yeah. rolling through Mexico. Yeah,
1: one's like hitting Puerto Vallarta, and they're like, the executioner's <laughs> coming. Um, what if it was like all women's names, but all women's names that, uh, that superfluously end in an I? Like um, Hurricane right. Shelby with an I? <laughs> or, or Hurricane Kelly with K-E-L-L-I? Like, I'd get the fuck out of town. They're like... Hurricane Kelly's coming. I'm like, oh, some fat chicks coming to town? I'm out of (laughs) here.
0: Girthy. Girthy hurricane coming.
1: Well, I don't know. I feel like they need to do a little bit more study on that. I never even, yeah. I mean, number one, Hurricane Katrina, 1,833 deaths. Like, people don't respect women's named hurricanes. I feel like that Katrina skews the mean for all other storms. Right. Uh, speaking of storms. Did you did you see the did you ever see the Mike Myers
0: vehicle, the guru? I am I am very proud to say
1: no. Not even a second. Yeah, I have I also have not seen the guru. Remember when people were running around? There's two things that I never got into that a lot of people were into, and i was very proud not to be into these two things. Which ones? Number one, quoting Austin Powers. Occasionally you'll still hear people do it, but it was a thing and a lot more people were doing it than weren't, and I wasn't doing it, and I thought it was really lame. And here's the the quotes
0: the quotes were lame. I will say I think the first Austin Powers movie was very funny Mm -hmm. because it was very unique, but the sequels were among the worst of all time.
1: Uh, Was it was uh was Elizabeth Hurley in the first *Awesome Power*? Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Big
0: yeah, fan. She was. Big fan of yeah. Hours.
1: Also, here's another one: Napoleon Dynamite quotes. Yeah, that was, that was still, a rough era. Still happening. People still really, really want you to laugh along with their love of a very stupid movie, and I was never a part of it, <laughs> and I'm very pleased to say that. But. Where do you Where do you live?
0: Do you live in two thousand six?
1: Yeah, what? exactly. That's pe- exactly right. Do people still quote that movie around you? Quoting, well, quoting any movie. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like it still happens. I feel like I've seen it on TV or something. Okay. It's a thing. It continues to be a thing. But maybe if there were to make a second, the Guru movie, there could be some synergy they could do sort of a Weekend at Bernie's theme for it. They might but, have a real plot. Because th- there's something ripped from the headlines, and I'll just read it to you. Court to rule if guru dead or meditating. <laughs> That's a fu- pretty easy way to fix it out. <laughs> I mean... To, and there's And there's a picture, and he's fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, the,
0: <laughs> picture, the picture, There's no. there's no doubt about it.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, he not only is he dead, but he dyes his beard and hair, obviously. But uh, I'll just read you from the story: the followers and families of India's wealthiest guru. Wonder if that has anything to do with it. Yeah. Also, how, are gurus supposed to be rich? <laughs> I thought I, I thought everybody in India was fucking taking a bath in shit water in the river. Yeah, that's Slumdog Millionaire. The followers and families of India's wealthiest guru. His Holiness Sri Ashtush Maharaj are fighting each other over whether he is dead or just in a deep state of meditation. According to his wife and son, his property estate is worth $167 million. However, his disciples refuse to let them cremate him because they believe he went into a deep samadhi or meditation and have frozen his body to preserve it for when he wakes up
0: i it's It's nice to be in America where we can laugh at like crazy lunatics telling people what to do with their loved ones' bodies you know because that would never happen here like uh you know like except for Terry Shivo. but besides that we were we're pretty good about not telling people
1: what to do with what about day. the splendid splinter <laughs>
0: that's right
1: that's just and they had to go the cheap route. They couldn't. His kid couldn't afford to freeze the entire body of Ted Williams, so he just froze the head. And at some point, the head was misplaced or was bouncing. It was frozen, but the the greatest hitter of all times, frozen head, was bouncing around some lab in Scottsdale.
0: It was sitting on the on. The, it was actually resting on a can of Bumblebee tuna.
1: Yeah, it was. It was like mounted. Neck first on a can of tuna. And I think they were trying to separate it from it. Like somebody wanted to make a sandwich. They're like, somebody's like, hey, I need some protein. And I fucking, you know how I get when I haven't had my protein? They're like, well, fuck. There's a 400 hitter over there with his head stuck to a can of bumblebee. He flew some missions in World War II, you know? I I guess you could probably have, he's not going to eat it.
0: Teddy Teddy Ballgame's not hungry anymore.
1: No, definitely not. Uh, Well, yeah, I'm excited to know i feel like are there laws in india like maybe he is meditating who's to say maybe he just really really slowed down his heart rate maybe he didn't have a will and that i mean do they have wills in india i don't i
0: i've never really seen a news story out of india that makes me think they have a lot of anything except for people they have a lot
2: of people <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, they have a lot of cows that they don't eat because they're sacred. Uh, wow. Well, we'll we'll follow the story as soon as we find out what's happened to His Holiness Sri Ashtush Maharaj. We will definitely let our listeners know because that's that's a pretty interesting story. And I'm yeah. just based on anecdotal evidence, I'm looking at a picture of the dude. The dude is dead. The the
0: the saddest part about this story is whether he was planning on a deep meditation or if he indeed died. That's a pretty bummer of a it's a pretty big bummer of an outfit to go in.
1: <laughs> that orange
0: robe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he look. looks he looks like he's in silk prison
1: dress. He, he kind of looks like the macho man Randy Savage with that head <laughs> wrap on.
0: Yeah, like, well, like that's he, true. He, that's his that's his look. He's I know yeah. he
1: probably doesn't eat beef, but he looks like he's about to snap into a slim gym or go up to the top rope at some point. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like meditating, I feel like your skin doesn't go sallow. Like his his blood has <laughs> clearly stopped pumping through his body. No, he's he's not looking. He's not looking too hot. Like nobody can meditate that hard.
0: His wife's like, "Christ, can I just get the one hundred sixty-seven
1: million dollars?" Yeah, just. Cut me a check. All your asshole followers are blocking the way. <laughs> right. Well, they should make his son. Uh, you know, I feel like he's got heirs that can assume the mantle. Like when we lose a Dalai Lama or something, they find another one. Yeah. Well, or a Pope. Uh, all right. Well, we'll follow that story. His Holiness, Sri, Ashtush, Maharaj, thoughts and prayers. I mean, nobody could meditate in a freezer. <laughs> like that's that, not, that's science. Well, Teddy Ballgame's doing his best. Physiology. (laughs) All right, let's get to everybody's favorite I don't think... I think I even skipped the preview of this. It's time for everyone's favorite segment of the show. It's Fancy Pop. We're going to talk pop culture. We're going to talk celebrity. We're going to talk Bachelorette. Shit's popping off on the Bachelorette. It's getting good. And... To bring us all that information, like only she can, I think there's also a good Quentin Tarantino story that she has for us that I think everyone's going to like. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. Joining us now, everybody's favorite. It's time for Fancy Pop with our own pop culture reporter. Fancy sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, Fancy.
2: Hey there. Hi, guys. I'm I'm good. It's, How are you guys doing? It's
1: good to have you on, Fancy. It's always good to have you on. The audience loves to have the female Aww, perspective. Oh, that's nice. They love to get what what these two have.
2: I love to I love to give the female perspective. Absolutely.
1: These two hashtag hetero sandwiches, Brian and yeah. Ed. We don't <laughs> we don't know a lot about what's going on, but we're interested. We want to know about what's happening yeah. in the world of pop culture culture what's new on the on the celebrity front i'll be sure. honest guys I'm, not, I'm i'm gonna tell you right now i'm a little i'm not buzzed but i'm mm-hmm. i'm enjoying a little red wine i mm. i bought an australian shiraz whoa
2: oh a shiraz because you know <laughs> yeah. i was
1: walking through the store and i and i saw that wine and i thought man it has been so long since i've tasted an australian <laughs>
2: That I'm
1: I wow. like I'm gonna I'm just gonna have some of this wine so it really really feels good to have this. Australian. I hope
2: it's been I hope it's been like two months and twenty seven days. It's long. been
1: too long. I'm not sure where
0: <laughs> this has <is laughs> turned
1: since I've had a taste of a fine Australian. So it's Aww. this is this is satiating me. Kate, tell us. So good to have you on the show from Singapore. Tell us what's yeah. happening in the world of pop culture let, what's going on let me fill you in two sandwiches need to know
2: i think we should just talk i know we talked about kim and kanye's wedding a little bit last week but since then like Details of the wedding ceremony and everything have come out, and it's just too good not to kind of like go over. I kind of I want to read from this story, but um, about some highlights okay. of their
1: Let me let me set it up. Let wedding. Me set it up. It's
2: hilarious. It's it was it's just it's too obnoxious to be true, but it's true. They cheerful. got they got
1: married atop a hill in Florence, and the whole deep.
2: They got married at yeah Forti de Belvedere. It's called, and they wanted they didn't want to do it the ceremony. At an accessible part of the fort, it's an ancient fort, so they hired a crane to lift every single item used in the wedding um, 230 feet up to the very top of the fort. That's awesome,
1: just to set it up. <laughs> yeah, for you. and I love, and just one thing I know is that they, it was the the place they chose was. Uh-huh was special because of the picturesque view it was a 300 it was a top of hill. oh yeah stunning
2: 360, view. 360
1: yeah. degree view of florence just beautiful yeah. and then what they did was they dropped walls of flowers everywhere which anybody that you know is checking out weddings on pinterest knows is a thing right now uh they mm-hmm. they had flower, flower walls. walls set up that completely blocked all the photo views of this beautiful picturesque spot that they were in but Kate, go from the story. Tell us. Okay, what let me read the from wedding. the story. The
2: The biggest decorative element of the wedding was a giant gold box, 49 feet tall, which contained the bathrooms. What? Oh, so this giant. Yeah, it was just like a giant um, gold bathroom so box that was craned for, up and situated right next to the dinner table at reception, one, and it had a bar in one front of it. The
1: story is 10 feet. This building was. 49 feet high, the shitter, yeah. for lack of a better term, right. was 49 feet high. So it was <laughs> essentially a five-story gold urinal. Yeah,
2: well, gold you got to think – The gold toilet. It does
0: provide better ventilation at the toilet. If you've got 50-foot ceilings, 40-foot ceilings. Yeah, that's true. It's probably not yeah. going to smell too much when uh, when Bruce Jenner drops the uh, double in
1: there. But who's leave and go? like right. Weddings are in the evening. Nobody's leaving. Go in the evening. Like that's a morning activity. Well, I have you seen Bruce Jenner? He looks like he's leaking. That's true. That's true. He, yeah, he could. He he could be doing several Ed. per day. That's true.
2: <laughs> I mean, you'd hope he'd have his depends right. on. But, you know. <laughs> anyway, so this thing, um, this toilet bathroom box thing, was situated right next to the dinner tables at the reception with a bar in front of it. So, I mean, it was like right there. It was the star of the show. Then the dinner table was a long marble table. And instead of having place cards, they had a team of Italian stonemasons engrave the name of each guest into the marble of the so tabletop in front good. of the individual place. <laughs> setting. So, so your name was literally carved in stone, except that, they got some of the people. The spelling of some of the guests, which names happens wrong.
1: at every wedding, because people, they're, you're like, <laughs> like
2: my name would definitely be spelled right. A K. Or you're
1: like, I'm bringing you my know? girl. You're plus one. They're always like, who's your plus one? That they always fuck up right. the name of that person. Right. That's. But usually, it's on a little piece of paper.
0: But how easy is it yeah. to just blame it on the stonemason? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm exactly. Stone they can't get shit together.
2: He and he's an Italian stonemason yeah. on top of it. But apparently so many people brought entourages, though, that the seating was a, just a shit show, you know, and no one sat in their assigned seats besides Kim and Kanye. Um, okay, and then four days before the wedding, they ordered 30 life-size nudes to be made from black marble, Whoa. like Carrara marble.
1: Mm-hmm. Black marble.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a reasonable decision for a 30
2: life-size black... Thirty life-size black marble were they, nudes were carved, they
1: anatomically correct. I mean, probably. I don't know. Pro- yeah. Probably N-
0: nudes like so. A who? These, so just random nude
2: people? Just, just yeah, just, just you know, just like nudes. So the marble, the marble workers, were, they worked through the night to cut enough blocks, but apparently ten of them fell apart, and then another two, ten were too damaged in transit to kind of display at the wedding. What, what, So out of the remaining 10, four were missing their heads. Um, So they had them put around the dinner table, these like headless marble statin nudes. Kanye rocks up to the venue a couple of hours before the wedding during the setup and orders all the marble nudes to be moved out farther away from the dinner tables. But each one weighs like half a tonne. That's so, like two million. hours before, they've got like forklifts. Forklifts have to come in to move them a little bit further away from the tables. Um, so that was the first thing people uh, saw when they arrived at the wedding: was forklifts. You know, I talked
1: about this last week. Dudes that are too into the production of their own wedding, <laughs> like what. What kind of man comes out a couple hours before the wedding to make sure everything's to his um, liking?
2: I'll tell Apparently you. his uh, – a, a, wed- a gay wedding yeah, plan. Exactly. Apparently That's his – That's uh, it.
0: His, his credo was something borrowed, something blue, and then marble dongs <laughs> and marble boobs.
1: <laughs>
2: nice one, Ed. Um, also, two hours before the wedding, Kanye decided he didn't need the- – 80 moving lights he'd ordered installed to the, to light the dance floor and the party. He declared quote, I'm in the center of this party and I'm the only one people need to see the rest of these people don't need lights on them. Yeah. So the lights, which had taken four days to install had to be removed and a crane had to take them away. <laughs> he's, and
1: he's, uh, he's <laughs> like a Justin Timberlake lights.
2: Oh, he's my yeah. favorite. I mean, he's kind of blowing JT out he, of the water yeah, at this point. I agree. Then Kanye returned an hour before the <laughs> wedding and didn't like the all white the all white bar setup that was in front of the gold toilet tower, so he took a saw no, himself he didn't, and started sawing it in half himself. Right? I can't
1: believe that. He's oh. he's never operated a saw. Okay. No two way.
2: men held no. the bars two men held the bar stable as he sawed and sawed into it. Defacing the entire front of it, screaming at everyone around him, he said it looked like a bar from Texas. Then he ordered two pieces of raw wood to be nailed onto the front of the bar. Once the wood was in place, now he said it's art. It's this sounds like
0: a guy is wrapped up in wedded bliss, huh? (laughs) It's yeah, it's really into his wife.
1: It sounds like a guy who's very obsessed with being given credit for inventing leather (laughs) jogging pants.
2: Okay, hold on. It, it keeps getting better. Um, and at that same visit, two hours before the ceremony, Kanye saw the $136,000 audio system, which is described as one of the single best system in Europe. He said he didn't like the look of the speakers and wanted them to be invisible. And then he said, you Italians don't understand my minimalist style. That's right, Mm -hmm. because Italians don't understand anything about design and
1: and anything about Kanye West is minimalist.
2: (laughs) Right, right. So they, so he had the entire system pulled out as guests were arriving, and used his iPod for um, music until after dinner. Also, there was a custom built marble piano that John Legend used to play a song for for them. A, a marble piano, <laughs> like a piano made out I of
1: marble. I feel like you don't get like <laughs> pianos need to be made out of wood.
2: Not really, right? To, to sound it
1: was like marble. pianos.
0: I mean, some people must have been killed after this wedding when they tried to bring this shit down the hill. Some marble piano. I'm sure. I'm
2: sure. Like five. I'm sure five people died or something. We'll just we never is heard like about like building
0: it. the Hoover Dam. It's gonna be people dead.
2: Then, Kanye danced. Five songs alone with Kim in front of everyone to John Legend, who was playing the marble piano. That's a lot of songs. With no, with, with no one else on the dance floor and, li- and light only on them. So they're spotlit for five songs, just the two of them dancing. I, I, I mean, say
1: f- can say you,
2: can you, – Can you even imagine? On wedding
0: day, we had to do one song, like the first song alone. And I told the, the DJ mm-hmm. before the, the song, I said, listen – uh, by the time uh, Stevie Wonder gets to a second verse, like every tell everyone to join in. Like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. One stand whole being song at. feels
2: like forever. Yeah, you. It feels like forever watching a, a couple do a, dance to a whole song by themselves, let alone five whole songs. And then Kanye then gave himself a forty-five minute toast. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I can see that. Hold
1: on, hold on. It's we're bearing the lead here, Ed. You're wedding song was you are the sunshine of my life.
0: No, it was it actually uh, it was it was not uh it was not Stevie Wonder. <laughs> it was uh it was Al Green. But uh Oh. Was,
2: Aww. Let's let's Al stay Green
1: together.
0: It was like st- let's stay together. But I think for uh, some reason is- we a nice dan- we danced to something else. I don't know. I don't really Two know. Two dances.
1: Else. No, no, no. There was no the
0: cake, cutting the cake. There's a bunch of bullshit that you do. And, like, I just told the, the DJ, like, let's let's wrap this up. So I'm never in the spotlight, even on my wedding
1: day. Now, Ed, you're from New Jersey. So your tuxedo was white on white on white on, <laughs> on white on white. On, or was there, like, some off Was there, like, a it was, gold? It was thing like, mixed in?
0: it was like Zubaz. There was, like, a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, yeah, I to look to like a, a member back. of the C- Cincinnati Bengals for my wedding. You,
1: <laughs> you had your, you mixed in your Washington so Redskins good. Zubaz. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So okay, Kate, continue.
2: <laughs> okay, um, I want to talk about um, one guest in particular, Will Smith's son Jaden, who wore a white bat- Batman costume and ran around like apparently like a chicken with its head cut off from 8:30 till 10:30, batting glasses off tables whenever he came to an empty se- seat and smashing them on no, the ground. No, that's not true just being a maniac. Why was he at that wedding? Yeah.
1: Why wasn't he at high school?
2: Cuz he dates the little Kylie Jenner. I mean, who like I don't know what who that is, isn't but... he like 16? It's Bruce and Kris Jenner's youngest yeah, Ed daughter. Ed knows
1: exactly who that is. He's what? pretending yeah, not yeah, to I know. Don't no. pretend.
0: I didn't realize he, I didn't realize there who were all Jenner the... kids. I thought it was just the I, I
2: well, no. There's lots of Jenner kids. There's Jenner kids from Bruce's marriage before he married Chris.
0: Right, I didn't. Um, Kardashian, I didn't know there right? were Kardashian. And
2: then, the and then, Chris Kardashian and Bruce Jenner had two girls after they got married. So Bruce has shitloads of kids everywhere. Um, what else happened? Kim was only 25 minutes late to the wedding. That's actually not too bad. Apparently there was a woman in her fifties that she hasn't been named yet, but I'm I'm really hoping they name her who was so drunk that she collapsed.
1: It's, it's well, that
2: <laughs> I love, I love people that get that, that drunk that, anywhere, but particularly at weddings. That brings me um, to
1: something important that I think needs to be brought up. Which You won't be able to name her because there's no one whose name, you know, that attended that wedding. It's, when celebrities get married, celebrities fall all over their dicks trying to get invited because they want to be in Us Weekly. They want to be seen at the biggest events of the year. And this wedding, for all its hype, had no famous people in attendance. Uh, I saw one tweet from Molly Lambert of Grantland who said, the mm-hmm. most famous person to attend the wedding was David Blaine, hashtag street magic. <laughs>
2: I saw I, that too. That was I can't stop laughing. You retweeted that. that was yeah, that,
1: that amused me so much. But like John Legend was there, but John Legend performed. So John Legend would be the most famous person right. there, but he performed. Jay-Z, he was paid Jay-Z to be Z there. Jay-Z and
2: Beyonce were – right, Jay-Z and Beyonce. People were invited. Famous people were invited, but they, they didn't, didn't show up. They didn't show up. Jay-Z, wow. Jay-Z didn't show up, but, but do you know what he gave them as a wedding gift? He gave them a giant bottle of Chianti, which had been dipped in gold, and the cork replaced with a diamond. <sighs> Like, what, the
0: fuck? So, like,
1: what do you do with that
2: like, what, what do you do with fuck?
0: that i'll tell you what <laughs> no. that is that is the great f you if you're a rich yep. guy just yeah dip shit in gold add diamonds be like but i'm not fucking going to
1: that. Yeah, tell your assistant yeah, to send to send you. them a bentley right and like when you fly private and shit that is a that's an that's... easy trip you could go there for a day attend the wedding leave, go attend the ceremony, get your picture taken with a glass of champagne, and bounce and sleep in your bed that night.
0: The two of them could make it a business trip too. They could end up getting paid. Of course. They they, they absolutely could have made it work.
1: Get it sponsored. No,
2: they're too cool. They're too cool for that. They're not going to go and show up at that wedding. These people
1: don't rate. They don't rate as celebrities. That is is the thing. These people – she's – a, she makes a lot of money. She's a reality sex tape person. Fine. He's he's a really successful guy that's talented but has allowed his personality, his ego to overtake his talent. Like he's – no one thinks of him as a talented musician because he's just this annoying voice that never goes away. And people don't want to be associated with that. And That's the best part to me is that these people w- wanted this big – Glamorous, over-the-top thing, and they couldn't get people who's, who run to get their face you in matter, cameras in to show up to right. this thing to where up, all the cameras would be. Up. I love it.
2: Um, my, my, the final part of the story, my favorite, um, is that earlier Kim came to check out the venue and a lone spotlight, which was shining on the terrace as she walked out, she, when she stops under the spotlight, it focused on her crotch. And she was furious that the light, the beam of light had hit her crotch, even though she was the one that had walked into it and stopped there. So she started screaming. She ran over to the electrical boards and plugged the, un- unplugged the entire circuit, which shut half the lights off on the cocktail area. Also turned out the lights in the bathrooms and everyone was too afraid to turn them back on for a while. And so that that was odd, like, that, in, odd. In her that defense, In yeah. her
0: defense, I've spent most of my adult life avoiding any focus on my crotch, so I get it. I, I get the the heart.
2: You know how she yeah. she
1: she doesn't like her crotch lit up without a check for a million dollars. That's a problem. Uh. She she's used to getting paid <laughs> for on. that. Uh okay. Well, it was great. I'm sorry I wasn't invited. Um Jaden Smith is an insane person. The, the whole they
2: What a little lunatic. Yeah, this I
1: mean this wedding isn't gonna last. He was wearing a Batman costume. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things. Um David Blaine. There's a there's a lot to enjoy. Gold yeah, towers. gold fifty foot gold toilets. It's it's insane. Um
2: misspelled names, cards. I love that
1: part. I love the the black marble statues. I love everything about it. I hope all of it's true and more. Kate, what's the next story? What else is happening in the world of pop culture?
2: Well, um, a new celebrity hookup, although it's not a new hookup, but it's an official celebrity hookup now. Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman are apparently officially dating. And they've been linked in the past, but I don't think it's ever been an official thing because she's married and then she was engaged again and had another child with another guy and so now they're both single and together it looks like now
1: is this one of those things where her she was always a little too hot to be in a relationship with him although that i've i've I've, Uh this all this argument i've already sorted out this argument in my my mind but she Uh was always a little too hot To be with him, and now she's on the way down, and maybe she's fallen to his level. But really, no one could fall to Quentin Tarantino's level.
2: She's still way too. Yeah,
1: I would agree. I would agree.
2: And he's gross and creepy, and I just, I don't know. I don't know how you go from Aki Busson who's like, you know, billionaire hedge funder, good looking Swiss guy, like handsome, like sophisticated, well dressed. But she's got enough
1: money. Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, it's it's not about the money. It's just like he's a completely different type of man. But it's just it seems like a weird match. But you know they've obviously are very fond of each other. They've worked together on numerous movies, and maybe they've got some. Well, think about
0: her career. the The greatest role she ever and he's built her career. Her her, her, the greatest roles of her career, like one, two, and three, have been written by him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's Woody Allen, Woody and written on the, for her probably. Woody, yeah, Woody Allen's on the fade. besides pulp.
2: Besides pulp, Woody Fiction. Allen's on the yeah. fade.
0: There's no other writer that writes better parts for women than Quentin Tarantino. So even from a business perspective, this is perfect for her. And clearly, they have some sort of connection. But like that guy, he 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 set her up in every way.
1: Yeah, he she's his muse for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Yeah. So apparently, they just shared a villa in the south of France, and they both appeared as presenters during the Cannes Film Festival's closing ceremony, where um, they appeared as a couple.
1: Um, that's cute.
2: There you I go. I feel like
1: as bad as like like having Quentin Tarantino's body on top of you. Is, he's probably kind of hairy and sweaty.
0: A lot of sweat. I imagine right. a lot of sweat. I've,
2: I've had it I've had it clothed pressed oh? up against me and it wasn't and sweaty and it was I
1: didn't awesome I didn't at at want all. to bring this up, Kate, but I didn't <laughs> I have seen as you and I are Facebook friends, I have seen on your right. Facebook there are uh. pictures of you with Quentin Tarantino, in what appeared to be a Halloween situation, you were a sexy cop and he, I was. he was some sort of Western cowboy and I – Right.
2: He has a poncho on or something. I've
1: seen a picture of you sitting on his knee. Oh, my. Yes.
2: I was. I was sitting on his knee. Nothing happened. We were at a Halloween after party. It was. It was late. Everyone's kind of like having a good time. He was. He was nice and funny, and I wouldn't say charming. But as the night went on, he was clearly um, on a substance. I'm he appeared
1: guess. to be on a substance. <laughs> Clown. Clown
2: powder. I'm gonna be. I. I know. I'm gonna guess like he had taken some in some ecstasy, maybe like. Too. You
1: you have no knowledge of what he may or may not have been on, but you you seem to think that he was exhibiting signs of someone that may have taken a drug. Is what you're saying?
2: That that was yeah. Okay. He
0: seems that, like a grabby that, that type. That what, Did he get grabby?
2: He was very yes. He was very grabby and very sweaty. Ooh, yeah. Um, I was, um, dancing with some friends. He kept grabbing me and pulling me towards him and then holding me there really tight. And I kept kind of trying to push him away. And then I was also trying to have a drink of my water bottle, which I was holding in my hand. And at one point I was taking a drink and he held it and kind of like, so I couldn't take the water away from my mouth. And it was, I was, he was drowning me and I, I couldn't, I was like choking and I had to like physically push him away from me and tell him off and he got really um upset and was like um felt really bad about it. I don't think he really um knew what he, he was doing. He seems
1: like a huge human too and you are you, <laughs> yeah, he's a you big guy. are yeah. little petite
2: I think he thought he was having fun and we were like joking sexy. around and it was like a oh babe stop. Yeah you want a little time oh. I think he thought he was having a laugh but um it got a little um, uncomfortable and I had to kind of give him a talking <coughs> to at one point and he was very um, apologetic about it and and so anyway we made up and you know went our separate ways but that that was my that was my question
1: interesting well very- I my, my point was I'd like that aside. that's a very interesting tidbit. something you only get on this show
2: <laughs> that's right
1: like that's right. Kate Wilson. has Kate has a lot of celebrity <laughs> interactions <laughs> in her database that she'll bring out, and mm-hmm. that's one of them that's why we that's I'm why sure. we have her as our <laughs> pop culture correspondent because she's inside. but what I was gonna say is it's one yes. thing to have a sweaty hairy Quentin Tarantino on top of you inside of you like that's Ew. that is not like something anybody would hope for but it's probably not as bad as being married to Ethan Hawke and constantly having to picture him singing Ew. that violent yeah. film song in reality bites uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I might yeah. have to watch that clip could, again after I see him just as a reminder. Just brooding work.
0: over a frying pan of scrambled eggs singing that song like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Just every morning just brooding. And the Quite
1: – could be the, the most douchey scene in the history of film and I – like I feel like that doesn't go away like – you know, how you're with someone and something sticks in your mind that they did and it's hard to work through it. I imagine being married to Ethan Hawke, you would have a yeah. lot of that to deal with. Uh, okay. Excellent story. Uma Thurman, Quentin Tarantino. I hope it works out. I, I wish them the best. Yeah, They're sure. a great couple and they deserve Why not? each other. Uh, Kate. Speaking, yes. of,
2: speaking of new, uh, well, I won't call them a couple because at the moment it's just a seems to be a hookup, but that really popular 12-year-old girl with all the – covered in all the bad tattoos, Justine Bieber.
1: Right. Oh, no. From Canada.
2: At, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the Cannes Film Festival, he apparently hooked up with Adriana Lima, the Victoria's Secret model, who's 12 years his senior. So we've spoken about Justin um, getting attention from attractive – Older models, and you guys laughed it off, like um Australia, Miranda Carr. I'm not buying this. Apparently, apparently, like, he is. I'm not buying this. No Appar- way. Apparently, he is. I, I yeah. have a
0: theory. I think Let's hear it. when when you're an aging model, and really aging is over 25, you, you mm-hmm. need something to keep the heat up. And so just being yeah. seen going home with him, like, there's no way somebody's looking at that dude. Like, no. and saying, "All right, I'll." And I'm thinking,
2: gonna... "I want to get sexual yeah. with you." No. There's no way. But
0: it's a no. good. Sorry.
2: I'm not. I...
0: It's a good move because if she's a 27 year old model, like she's she all of a sudden has a little more heat, and people are asking about her and looking mm-hmm. up pictures of her. Like that's got to be the move because there's no way there's no way somebody wants to have sex with that guy.
1: No, absolutely. How
2: not. old is he? Is he twenty, twenty-two? No, yet? I think he's. He fucking I, throws eggs like he's he's that childish. I,
1: he's not he's, yeah, not. he's twenty-one. Super, he's super I think juvenile. he's twenty. She's thirty-two. He's 20. She was well,
2: she just and she's just split up from. She's the mother of two. She's just split up from, um, husband Marco, Jarek. Marco
1: Jarek, mm-hmm. former Yarik. Clipper bench right.
2: Yeah, so they were married for five years. She's just split up with this guy, so you know she's probably on a rampage right now, trying to make him jealous. Marco Yarik, all the rest of it. Bill
1: Hicks used to do a bit about how about people in the South being inbred, and he he would he had a whole bit about how they were they were people in places in Kentucky that were so inbred that their eyes were so close together that they that right. Eyeball and left eyeball actually merge through each other and were in the Stop opposite it. sockets. <laughs> and and oh. that's what Marco Yarik looks like. He has the closest right. together set of eyes you've ever seen in your life. He should have locked down Adriana Lima. Is that her name? Yep. Yeah. For the – he should have done everything he could have to keep – she's a Brazilian model for God's sake – and yeah. Ed, you might be right. She's looking to keep the heat going, but she's at. She needs to get with these older supermodels and get on the the. Find yourself a Greek shipping heir to marry, or a hedge yeah. fund bro she, to to lock that'll up. That'll be with.
2: that'll be her that'll be her next move.
1: Yeah, because that's that's usually she could, the plan. Now
2: that now that Uma's um broken up with Arki Basson, she could actually hook up with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he might be free, although he's you know, he might skew younger at this point now now that he's free to get back in the game. He went
2: from he well, he went from Al McPherson to Uma Thurman. Oh, the body. Not body. it's only only Oof. a few years age difference there. Yeah, but yeah. Kate what Al
1: McPherson. Where's she from? Australia Yeah, she still looks good today.
0: She still looks
2: she does very good. good
1: today. She yeah.
2: She she looks really good.
1: The body. Like that's Yeah. She's called the body. the body. Like that's there's no higher compliment. Uh, well, let's. I'm I'm looking forward to finding out what happens with Adriana Lima and Justin Bieber. I really hope
2: nothing will happen. I, I doubt anything. I will really happen, hope. I'll keep you. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, I really
1: hope she goes to his house in Calabasas and rides around in his Lamborghini. No, on the seg- and, No, they
2: have Segways. Yeah, they ride around on his Segway.
1: They go
0: egg houses together.
1: He, you know, she's used to like. Being wined and dined on yachts in Monaco. And he's like, hey, you want to come back to my pl- place and um, play Xbox? <laughs> like I – Right. I Because I'm fi- –
2: Also, the Biebs has just been ranked fifth most hated man in America, by
1: Yeah, way. he's yeah. – yeah, he should be the first. He's not even American. Like he, we should deport no. that guy. Uh, okay. Excellent, excellent topic. Kate, what else?
2: You guys – I think you guys will like this one. Let's hear it. Scout Willis, daughter of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore, took to the streets of Lower East Side Manhattan topless last Tuesday afternoon, cruising around with just a skirt on and nothing on top, titties out for everyone to see, um, prancing around, um, posting pictures of herself to Twitter apparently in protest of instagram's um no nipple policy I li- with the ha- so she was posting pictures to twitter with the hashtag free the nipple i like
0: i like the defiance against instagram yes. because there's no right. there are Using no other twitter. options to appear naked on the <laughs> internet like <laughs> Right. Them. I love it. Like like they have one they have a rule like <laughs> fine. It's their rule. They can be prudes whatever it is, but it's their rule and she's just going to yeah. take to the streets to to show them that like, hey, I can right. I can go naked on the internet. Like guess what? Everyone can go naked on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I,
2: she's got too much free time. I on
0: also
1: hands, love I that. Yeah. It's here's what the happens when your parents are born bear you to fame. You can just go do whatever the fuck you want. You can pursue your muse. Like money is no object. You can just live any kind of life you want to live. And her thing, she came up. She was reared to be – have the world at her feet. And her thing is I want to uh, find a place to show my tits on the internet.
2: Yeah.
0: and Well done. And did, I, I got to say – even though she inherited a pretty John McClain-ish face oh, for, yeah. for looking pretty mm-hmm. pretty Good solid. Genes. Good pretty genes. solid yeah. from yeah. the uh, the neck down.
1: Those are some sprightly twenty two year old breasts. Like yeah. I am not okay. I am not right. bummed that she made it her cause. Like <laughs> seal clubbing, who cares? Right. The ozone layer. Fuck I it.
2: might go protest censorship around the streets of Singapore today. You would get thrown <laughs> in jail. You would get flogged. Sunday, I got some free time. <laughs> Kate,
1: don't do and trust <laughs> don't me, Kate. Don't
0: chew you, don't you gum.
1: Definitely Singapore is <laughs> Singapore is not ready. I'm going to be topless. Have, that's for sure. <laughs> Stop. Uh, the, these okay, the, yeah. I'm not super bummed yeah. that I got a chance to see Scout Willis's boobs and I hope yeah. to okay. god
2: Thanks, Scout. she
1: finds somewhere else on the internet to show them off.
0: Yeah, peace and love. I'm sure peace she and will. love uh, Scout.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good for her. Uh is that it or uh, any more stories?
2: Uh, no, I I got a couple of updates. Okay. Just Lindsay Lohan is thinking about moving across the pond to the UK. She I think she thinks she'll be more popular over there and maybe she can revive her dying um or dead actually movie career either that or she heard
1: that's where they keep the drugs
2: well she knows that's where yeah
1: there's like plenty of
2: every everyone is on cocaine and it's cheap and easy i heard that i
1: heard that there's so much coke in london that the water supply is actually tainted from all the (laughs) cocaine and somehow, cocaine has entered the water <laughs> like who's supply. Putting
2: co- who's putting cocaine into the? I water don't know. The They're story. like
1: throwing it out in the river, wherever <laughs> you know what? they get their water, dumping it down wells. But there's so there's trace amounts of cocaine. Is that why cocaine. the
2: Thames is all? Is that why the river the yeah. Thames is all murky? Right. That's exactly over there, all The
0: right. <laughs> over there. H two O is a gateway drug. You just yeah. go with it. Right. Yeah.
1: London calling. There's. Coke in the water and Lindsay's on so, her way.
2: Sadly, yeah, sadly, we're losing Lindsay to the UK.
1: This could be like when Marvin Hagler beat Ray Leonard and just bounced and became a movie star in Italy.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: He never fought again. He's like, fuck this. I yeah. won that fight. I'm fucking out of here. You guys don't appreciate you. Fuck you. And he moved to Italy and became a movie star uh maybe maybe this is the same thing for Lindsay Lohan she's go- she's going to find her muse in London of all places where they keep all the cocaine
0: maybe she's just a big fan of cricket like let's give her some credit
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah could be yeah <laughs> or rugby
2: and yeah and virgin <laughs> she, pims she,
1: she
0: she yeah she just loves pims
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
2: she's really into the royal family yeah Absolutely. Um, that's it. I was going to talk about, but I think I'll wait and see if this story blows up. J-Lo's 27-year-old boy toy, that backup dancer, Casper Smart, that she's been dating for a couple of yeah. years. Apparently, a former dance buddy of his um, is claiming that um, he's gay for opportunity and that it's all going to come out of it. Oh, well, yeah. He's, a,
1: he's gay for pay. He's a dancer.
2: Right. Exactly. So... I would kinda love it if this is true and um this story did blow up.
1: I would love I just, it too.
2: I I can't get on JLo's page at all. I just like Mark Anthony She's super annoying. Like this yeah. dancer, it's just what are you doing? Yeah. Really?
1: She's super annoying. Um I would so I would like that too. That's really be true.
2: my that's really my um my Fancy pop brand
1: up. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, Kate, sh- should I – I did my homework this week and I <laughs> like sort of watched The Bachelor.
2: Yeah. Hashtag hetero. I <laughs> – yeah, super hetero. But I love how it's – was The Bachelor, you're taking over my um, Bachelor mm. Well, I, Kate,
1: I know that you – The Bachelor isn't available to you for first it's run
2: not, it's not i have to download it and then i download hey, my hey
0: brian walk. for the next week i want you to pee sitting down okay
2: <laughs> I,
1: I checked out the bachelor and i'll give everybody a heads up on what happened i
2: can okay but quickly ed if i ever see brian peeing sitting down it's that's a deal breaker just, that's just, that is the that's the deal breaker of all you deal just, breakers you, just you just walk Didn't away like
0: that. de niro and he just walk
1: yeah. 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 And,
2: I, and I'll never, and no looking back.
1: You'll, you never have to worry about that, Kate, because no one will ever see me do that because I'm a hashtag hetero man. <laughs> uh, So I watch, I've... I watch The Bachelor. Uh-huh.
2: Tell
1: and us. I'll, I'll just give you the tidbits. First of all, okay. Andy's pretty fit. Uh, and I don't know if these things are running together, but she,
2: yeah, she's fit. I was the one oh, that told yeah, you guys how fit. fit she was last season and, you were kind of like, oh, but Claire, no, Andy I was into fit. Claire,
1: Claire. Was fit too. Claire had a hot body, but Claire had some implants, should... which are my dude. And
0: Claire had some Claire really has... ugly family members. The the oh, yeah. one time I saw, she had I some saw. fat sisters.
2: Um, and she had veneers.
1: She, uh, I don't know if she had veneers. I don't think she did. She just had she big was, teeth.
2: She was generic and boring looking. She was from
1: Sacramento. I, I wasn't hate on her. I mean, she's annoying.
2: She's I... a she's a hairdresser.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, so. Andy is looking fit. She and I don't know if these episodes are running together. She went on a date with the guy that died, and uh, they went oh, Eric. Eric. They bounced out to the beach. looked like it might have been like somewhere in Ventura or maybe like Doc Weiler State Beach or somewhere. But they bounced out. They got in their bathing suits. They flew a kite. She was in like one of those crocheted bohemian sort of style bikinis. She looked good.
0: At least at least she didn't do one piece or something crazy. No, anymore.
1: she definitely I feel like that's in her contract. She can't do that. But so then but then they landed, and people are gonna be like, that was two episodes ago, but I'm pretty sure it was this last one. Then they landed a helicopter on the beach. And they did the like this thing. They're like, She's like, hey, what's that over there? And he's like what? Sorry. Like he didn't fucking hear a helicopter landing 300 feet away from that. Like you wouldn't be going, oh my God, why is this sand? Blow? What's going on? Like, it'd be like a war zone. And he's like, oh my God, it's a helicopter that we all just watched land behind them. They jump in the helicopter. They bounce it up to Big Bear and they go snowboarding. Uh, and that little wee pro snowboarder that almost looks like a midget but isn't a midget louis Vito is there and he like gives them a snowboarding lesson she cannot snowboard and he uh the dude eric is like pretty good like he can make some turns and some jumps and shit he's and i now i feel kind of bad because the poor guy died and well, he you know what he's not good at staying alive hang gliding oh that's so fucked up ed oh, but yes man. you're right He's, 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 this guy's passed away and he seemed like a really nice guy. They mm-hmm. seem he to have seem a, like a nice guy, a connection. And, uh, yeah. So she had a snowboarding date. He got a rose. Then she went on a date with uh, the guy. Kate likes the Iowa farmer.
2: Oh yeah. Chris, the farmer. Hey,
1: Chris. They, he's, he's good looking. Yeah, for sure. Um, they nice went answer. to almost
2: too handsome.
1: Yeah, they he's a little too pretty. His teeth are very white, as Ed has pointed uh-huh. out. They yeah. went to Santa Anita, they watched some horses run around. They had they had like a fake interaction with an old – they went to
2: the horse races?
1: Yeah, Santa Anita. Not, they, really,
2: not really down with that.
1: Yeah. I've, they, I've been to, to Santa
2: animals. Anita.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Good good track. It is a good track. Kate, Kate, you'll be back. Like in time for the Del Mar season. I know, you? but
2: like I'm very conflicted because horse racing, there's so much cruelty involved. Oh yeah, they I'm kill a the big horses horse big. lover and yeah. like I rode horses competitively, you know, through my teenage yeah. years and I'm just not really down with the horse racing industry. Oh, so I'm Kate, not sure. Kate, because yeah.
1: you, you and I, we're going to jump on the train here. We're going to bounce down to Del Mar.
2: Yeah, maybe. I'll get, maybe. You a pro-
1: I'll get you a dress. I'll get you a hat. Uh-huh. We'll go down there and we'll get some drinks. <laughs> We'll bet okay. on some horses. Like this is mm-hmm. something we're gonna do. The season's okay. coming up; starts in July. Okay. Uh, what were we saying? Oh, so they went to the horse races. They had like some fake interaction with uh, this old couple. They're like, "Oh, how? What's your secret to getting old as a couple?" And all this real like bullshit produced thing. Bottom line is, Chris. Clearly, the front runner at this point. I would be shocked if he did not win the whole thing. I don't, he's the best looking. He seems mellow. He seems kind of with it. I don't, I would just be very, very surprised if he didn't make it to the end and win I the whole thing. I would
2: be very surprised if she picks him and what has Is to this move to Iowa. Yeah, he but runs I a family farm in Iowa.
1: I don't. I definitely don't think that's going to happen. This isn't going to be a Tristan Ryan situation. Um, he's he's far too good looking to be th- and and he's on the Bachelor. He's not looking to make his life as a farmer. I don't think. Uh, the The big thing, the big plot line this week was some dude Craig, who's like this kind of smiley, fratty bro that was there. Got They had like the group date or whatever or where she comes to the house or they went to her house. I'm not really sure how it works, but everyone was in one location in a mansion and she was sort of being like taking an audience of people much like the pope. And she was like being seen, and he was getting real fucked up, like doing shots and drinking beers. And hey, you want to drink? Like real fratty. Can't wait
2: to see this.
1: Much like Ed in college, he was like getting real into it. (laughs) Then, at some point, like dove in the pool with his suit on, and then he was like he was like in the hot tub, like yelling for more drinks and just being real loud. Mm. And eventually, had to be taken out by production. Like, had to be taken away. Like, Andy had to get fake mad and run down and be like, what the fuck's going on here? Don't you know this is about – I'm trying to fall in love and, like, all this whole thing. Oh, my god. Eventually, Craig was taken off, seen away by production, and then had to apologize to her as any of us would by playing acoustic guitar and singing a jokey song. Alas, that did not work for Craig as he was not given a rose in the final rose countdown along with some other nameless dudes. The firefighter with lots of tats that was in real good Mm -hmm. shape didn't get a rose. He had hipster glasses on. Some other dudes that I didn't know didn't get a rose. So Uh, bottom line, if you're handicapping this thing, I haven't looked online. I don't know if I can get down on this anywhere, but it's Chris is the guy to look for, especially knowing – because she definitely connected with Eric, but we know he didn't go all the way in the game or in life. So it looks – it's very sad because he seemed like a really nice guy. Um, It looks like this Chris guy is the guy. This might be a one-horse race as far as we can tell. It's not going to be Macklemore. That's for sure.
2: Right. (laughs) I don't think Mclemore is going to be sticking around for more than like four episodes. I'm he's see,
1: yeah, uh, he, yeah. He's very tan. He's a, like a tan blonde ginger MacLamore. He's very much affecting that look. Uh, Ed, any anything to add on what you watch on The Bachelor this week <laughs> with your lovely wife?
0: Um, I, I I planned on watching it, and then something else came up.
1: I. T- <laughs> Kate, I texted Ed And like, hey.
0: Anything
2: else. I love Ed's excuses. They're not even – they're like, the dog ate my homework.
1: No, I texted him. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so like, much
2: thought goes into g- them.
1: Give a look to The Bachelor this week so we can talk about it in Fancy ha- Pop. Hashtag and he,
0: still straight.
2: Yeah, and he just,
1: res- he just responded in text. He just, yeah. That's not going to happen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> straight up refuses. Yeah. No. No. So –
1: that's I'm happy to give the bachelor report. I'm kind of into it. I'll definitely be watching this week. I can watch it on fast mm-hmm. forward while I'm doing other things. I don't, you don't really need to get all of it to see the beats of what's happening. Right. But look for by Chris the time, to go all the way
2: by the time the bachelor starts getting really good. Guess what guys? What? I'll be back. I'll be back and in Brian studio. and I can watch it together live and I'll be back in the studio.
1: Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it in the baller lifestyle studios here at the Bachelor pad. We'll do live bachelor updates in studio for Fancy Pop. All right, guys. Hey.
0: We did
2: it. Good show. Good show, guys.
1: Great seg as always. Ed. Really proud, of, proud of you today, buddy. Yeah. Proud
0: of
2: everyone.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody did I, a great job.
2: Yeah, I killed it as usual. All right. You, uh, you
1: always do, Kate. Um, we'll do Just, it again next week. You guys up for that? I, sounds yeah. good. Absolutely. Next week, let's do okay. it. Okay. For Fancy Sauce. For Ed Daly. I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. See you next week,
2: Say goodbye